0: Hello, everybody, and welcome. My name is Kelly Rolfe, and I am going to be your coach and teacher tonight on how to remove limiting beliefs from your business. Most of you, I think, that have signed up are in direct sales, so I am going to speak to that as well as to your brick and mortar business. Um, But I think it's important that we really talk about what is a limiting belief, where do they come from? and what do we do with them? Uh, It's super important for us to be able to recognize and identify what they are within ourselves and when they surface and how we can um, identify them and move forward because they can be debilitating in our businesses and in our lives. So let's start right off the hop with what the definition of a limiting belief is. It is defined as, and I'm gonna read my paper, A belief that holds us back or constrains us in some way so I want to take a second to talk about the difference between a belief and a block because sometimes you'll hear them um, talked about interchangeably but they're actually two very different things so a limiting belief is most easily understood when related to something such as a spiritual belief when you have a spiritual belief you believe in god you believe in the universe whatever your belief systems are you believe them so strongly that they become a part of who you are they become how you live your life they become how they become part of the choices that you make in the relationships that you have so it's that is such a deep core thing within us that it is different than a block a block in our business is Is essentially just something that is getting in our way um, that if we just tweaked our action a little bit, we could get through. So I just wanted to take a minute to identify that and differentiate the two for you. Um, So that is what a limiting belief is it's a core belief, it's something that we have deep down inside of our souls, both consciously and subconsciously. Often, the beliefs that we carry, we inherit. We inherited them from the environments in which we were raised. And if we didn't inherit them, then they're from our experiences. We've adapted them from our experiences. So will for example, just, I'm just going to throw an example out there. When we have limiting beliefs around money, which most of us do finances in general, are. Natural go-to is what we know from how we were raised. Those are the belief systems that we adapted. So if you were raised in a home where saving was the most important thing, then that became how you viewed money. That your money is to be held onto for a rainy day, for retirement, for whatever. And sometimes when people have a save mentality, it can also be detrimental. It's a great thing to be able to manage your money well and save and invest and do all of those things. But if there's a, a belief attached to it, that if you don't have money in savings, then you're failing. Or if you don't have money in savings, then you're irresponsible. Then that's a limiting belief and often one that isn't yours. And on the flip side, if you were raised in a home where there was not enough and that it was a struggle financially, then you're going to most likely adapt to that belief that there's never enough. And you're going to carry that into your adulthood and essentially into your business. And so that is how we get them. We get them from our experiences in life and we get them from The environments in which we were raised. You are what you know until you choose not to be. So that's really key there just to have an understanding of where they come from. Um, I'm also going to break down my top five categories of limiting beliefs in our business. Um, And there's a chat box here. If you guys have questions about what I'm talking about or you want me to talk specifically about, a specific belief or category please drop it in the chat box I'd be happy to dive deeper into that for you um, but the top five categories that I have written down for blocks nope that's a lie we're talking about limiting beliefs and they're different from blocks the top five limiting beliefs that we that I see in business are financial is often at the top of the list um, limiting beliefs around business and family, limiting re- beliefs around success in business, limiting beliefs about uh, around judgment in our and our businesses, and um limiting beliefs around something called an imposter syndrome. And I'm sure all of you have heard that term. um, but if you haven't, I'm just gonna let you know what it what it means. An imposter having imposter syndrome is essentially just feeling as though you're not speaking your truth. So sometimes when we look at other people in our industry that are doing crazy, incredible things, and then we try to kind of mimic their behavior, right? That's a good thing to do. You see somebody with success and you're like, well, what are they doing? I'm going to try those things too. And you're doing that, but it doesn't feel genuine to you or you don't feel that, um, that you're at that caliber, that's a limiting belief about your, like what you believe about yourself. But imposter syndrome means that your success doesn't feel real to you. It doesn't feel real or you, the information that you're sharing doesn't feel as though it's coming from you. So I like to tie it to authenticity. If we're not in alignment with our own authenticity, imposter syndrome will often um, creep up differently or more intensely than if you were mimicking said successful person's behavior, but you've modified it to be authentic to who you are, then that's less likely to come up. So those are the top five. I'm going to delve into them a little bit deeper Um, and give you some language around how to identify your limiting belief, because it's really important for us to know that they're not, they're not easy to understand a lot of the time. They are so ingrained in us. Our belief systems are so ingrained in us that it takes a lot of work to really be able to stop and take a step back and understand what those beliefs even are. Um, sometimes with things such as like, I, I don't want to keep going back to money, but money is the easiest one, I think for everyone to explain and for me to explain really quickly. Um, but for, exi- I lost my train of thought. Oh, shoot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to read Amanda's question. Cause that's where I lost my train of thought. Amanda's limiting belief is she will only have enough, just enough. I can always pay for what I need, but never more than that. Like I. Don't deserve more. I guess. Not sure what that falls under. Okay, so that's a really great example, and hopefully, I'll get back on track. So that is what I like to call, and lots of people like to label as the scarcity mentality. And so we know what we need to get by and pay our bills and feed our family and clothe our kids and do all of those things, um, but we are our belief is that there when you break that down, what Amanda said down, that is a scarcity mentality of there is never enough. If you were to, if I were to do a lot of work with her and peel back all the layers, that's where it comes from. Or that you don't make a lot of money unless you work a lot of hours or you work really, really hard. And to some extent that's true, but it doesn't have to be true. So, um, what what Amanda's limiting belief is, is that there isn't enough unless I work extra hard for it, or there isn't enough to get ahead. That's her belief, which is gonna tie me into my circle, my limiting belief circle. And I'm gonna draw a little circle here for you guys, and hopefully my air circle will, will do do it justice. So your thoughts are gonna determine your behavior. No, your thoughts are going to determine your feelings, which determine your behavior or your actions. So I'm going to break that down in this example again. Um, (coughs) Amanda's thought is that there's never more than what she needs. Her feeling is one of lack or fear around money, which is going to take us over to behavior or action. And this is where our limiting beliefs really impact our business. Because for many of us, what happens is this little arrow that's going to take us over to action becomes non-existent. We stop doing anything or we stop trying new things that are going to allow us to break through that limiting belief. And reach that next level of success in our business. And so um, if we don't take action or we don't take different action, we get we don't get different results. And that becomes the cycle of our limiting beliefs. And they they will they will always come back, no matter where you are in your journey of success, who you are today. Is not likely who you were last year, but some of the feelings that you have today may be similar to what you had next year. And so, my hope for you is that a year from today, you're not going to be in the same place that you are right now. And those beliefs are going to come up much less, they're going to impact you much less. That is my hope because we do have control over them when we're able to identify them and when we're able to um, have strategy to put in place to get us to that next level so what is that Kelly what what do we do I know that's what you're all waiting for but we're not quite there yet we're gonna get a little deeper into the the different categories because I think it's really important and I think they play a huge role for us and I'm looking at all of the people on, and I think the majority of us are parents and or partners. And that is another huge area in which our limiting beliefs will surface. How many times have we struggled with mom guilt? How many times have we Felt as though we weren't enough to all of the people in our lives. If I put my time and energy in my business, am I sacrificing my family? If I put my time and energy into my business, am I sacrificing my relationship? We've all felt that way at some point or another. You might feel that way right now, being here with me right now. Instead of maybe settling your baby who's not asleep yet or taking the evening to be with your partner. And the limiting belief there, if you p- peel back those layers, if we really dive deep into, we feel like we are not meeting their needs. Chances are good nobody's actually saying that to you. So that's your belief. Let's peel back the first layer. And let's be real and say maybe we feel Like we're not showing up and being present when we are with them. Well, that's different than not meeting their needs. So let's peel back the layer there again and say, well, why do we feel that way? Why are we feeling that way? Are we feeling that way because we are feeling like we have to choose between them and our business? Maybe. Let's peel back the layer on that one. And when we peel back and peel back and peel back and peel back and continue to peel back all the layers, when you get to the core of that, the, in okay. my experience, what I have found is that the belief there is something also that we inherited or was in our experience. And that was that we had to be all things to all people that we love. We have to be the best mother or the best partner and or the best partner and we have to be the best housekeeper and we have to do all the things in such a way that makes our family and ourselves and our and our and our neighbors and our friends and our parents and all of the people we care about Our belief is that if we don't look like we have our shit together, does that make us look like we're less than? Do we feel less than if we are not meeting society's expectations of who we should be? So when you get to the core of the belief and you realize that all of these layers are really just thoughts that we've put on top of them, thoughts and feelings that we've put on top of the core wound, the core issue, the core belief. When you can get to the bottom and you can identify for you what that is, because I said societal's belief that we need to be a certain way, but that's my core belief that if I, or that was my core limiting belief around being the best mom and the best partner and the best everything that if I didn't do all those things, then did that make me less than? That made me less than what they, they said I needed to be. And for me, it, it I had to say, well, who the hell is they? And why do they get a say in how I feel? And that's how I was able to kind of work through that. But it could look different for all of us. Maybe there is somebody in your life that is saying, this little business that you have is taking away from your kids or your family or home or your responsibilities or whatever. And, or maybe you grew up in an environment where mom stayed home and she raised her babies and she took care of the house and she did the mom things and she was amazing at it. And so somewhere between where you were raised and where you are now, maybe you've adapted a belief that you can't be one and the other. And that if you are mom, then you're not going to be a good business owner. Or if you're a business owner, then maybe you're not going to be a good mom. And maybe that's the core belief. And if that's where it lies, then that can be really detrimental to all areas of who you are. Because you're going to feel less than in every area that is important to you. Being a partner, being a a parent, being a you know a dedicated business owner. If you have a core belief that you can't show up and be present wholeheartedly anywhere, then that's really going to make it difficult for you to move forward. Um, We talked a little bit about finances. We're going to talk about success. Okay, so limiting beliefs around success and. If you have a different one, or I'm not touching on any of the things that maybe you find come up for you, please put them in the chat box so I can address them. I am just addressing um, big issues that I'm seeing across the board in my communities. So if something is different for you, please put it in there and let's talk about it. But let's talk about success, limiting beliefs around success. I think it's really important. To address the fact that these limiting beliefs around success predominantly lie with women. Most men thrive on being successful. They put their worth on their level of success. Most of them, not all of them, but they don't have a fear of success. They don't have a fear of failure. They don't have these things. They just go. But women, There's something there for us that we think that it makes us less than if we want to earn six figures, if we want to earn seven figures, if we want to have 10 businesses that are all producing big numbers. We have this core societal belief that we can't do it all. And I call bullshit on it. And I will peel back all those layers with each and every one of you around it, because I think that it's so important that we know that we can do, have, and be anything that we want. Truly, we can. And we can't do it all alone. We can't do everything on our own, but we can have it all. We really can. And so we have this limiting belief around what we can and cannot do in terms of business and success. And we look to others in our industries and think, how does she do it? How does she do it? She, her, you know, she's, she works her business all day, every day. She's home with her kids. She's the, but behind the scenes, that woman isn't doing it all she has help because it's impossible. We are, we are human and there are only so many, so many hours in the day, but that's just a bit of a side rant there. But let's, let's go back to the limiting belief that we can't have this crazy, amazing, successful business and be crazy, amazing, successful in all areas of our life, all other areas of our life. And somewhere All of these beliefs, like I said before, you either inherited from your upbringing. But this one in particular, I think, is very driven. By the way, we were raised in society. We were, many of us, were the generation between mom stayed home and both parents worked. And that, like, there was this weird in-between phase between breadwinner and dual income. And I think we somehow in the middle kind of got mucked in. And so we are producing income for our families and whether that is a Monday to Friday, nine to five. Okay. So that's how we bring it in. And then we have our businesses that we really love and they fill us with joy and we have dreams of them being super successful. And that we can be at home and working our businesses full time. But then that little voice, that little limiting belief says that you can't, you can't have it all. You can't have a successful business and be an amazing mother and an amazing partner and still work your nine to five and do all of these things. This belief that we hold says, how are you going to do that? You can't do everything. So, In my experience, that's the number one limiting belief that women hold around business is that we can't have one without sacrificing another. We can't have success without sacrificing the other things that are important to us. And that's just not the case. Um, Judgment, let's talk about judgment a little bit and how this is a limiting belief in our business and how we give it so much power Um, consciously or subconsciously. I'm going to reiterate that again, that a lot of our beliefs are not at the conscious level or we're not awakened to their, the power that they hold over us right away. Um, It takes time to really understand them, where they come from, how they surface. So if you're like, what the hell is she talking about? I don't like, I resonate a little bit, but like I don't really know what my limiting beliefs are. We're going to get into how to identify them in a little bit. Um, but I want to talk about judgment and how that limits us in our business, particularly in direct sales. So in the industry that the majority of us are in, I think that all of you that are on are in direct sales. So in the industry that we're in or you're in or we're all in, we put ourselves out there for the world to see on the interweb all of the time. Okay. And that puts us in a vulnerable state and it, it isn't like, obviously we're going to fear judgment a little bit. We are going to worry about what aunt Betty thinks. We just are, or, For me in this business, I share openly about my struggles and there was once a lot of fear around, a lot of limiting belief around the judgment I would get from Susan from high school who didn't like me or my family members. I worried at what they would think if I was sharing you know some of our our stories and how they impacted me. And I had this limiting belief that if I was judged, if people judged me, then sharing my truth wouldn't matter. Or to relate it to you guys if you're sharing openly and people judge you, then you're then you're just in a state of vulnerability. And that's an uncomfortable place for any of us to be um, without, often we don't know. We don't know what people are saying. We're just taking, making assumptions that that is taking place. And it limits us in a way that if we fear judgment, if our limiting belief is if we're judged, then we can't be successful or if people judge us, then they won't take us seriously. Um, Then we're not going to take the actions necessary or the next level action that is necessary for us to take our business to the next level. It's going to keep us small. It's going to keep us stuck. So if we have fear around that or limiting beliefs around that, we're just going to stay in that circle, right? Right where we don't take action or we don't take different action and we're just fueling our limiting beliefs. And we talked about imposter syndrome a little bit, so I'm not going to go over that again. Um, But I wrote something down that I think is really powerful. And I think if you take nothing else away from this today, that you take this, your limiting belief is only limiting It's only limiting your actions. If you give it power to limit you, you're giving it power to impede your success. If you give your limiting belief power, then you're just not going to take action. And I want you to think about every other time in your life that you were successful at something. And the key theme that you will come across is that you took action. And this is what we are going to work on with our limiting beliefs. We are going to take action regardless of how loud they are. We're going to take action in the other direction. We're going to combat them with doing the thing that our limiting belief says we shouldn't do. So now let's talk about how we do that. First, I want you to talk, I want to talk about how to identify your limiting beliefs. And I used to go really, really deep into this. And I still do in my limiting belief courses, but for today and for time's sake, we are going to, I'm going to give you one sentence and I need you to do me a favor and I need you to really start to hear your own thoughts. I know that sounds super weird because we basically never stop thinking. But it's the key to identifying your limiting beliefs is really to hear your own thoughts, truly hear them, and hear when they come up, what situations they come up, the same things being said over and over to yourself. Um, Those are your indications, those are your missing puzzle pieces to making those identifying identifications on those limiting beliefs. So the sentence I want you to keep in mind is, if I do blank, that means I am blank. So let's plug in the success piece. Yeah, let's do that one, I just picked one. If if I do, I'm going to, I got to think of an action in direct sales. If I do 30 days of lives, that means I am vulnerable. Okay. There's a sentence. If I do 30 days of lives, that means I am vulnerable. Well, that last blank is your limiting belief is the key to identifying your limiting belief. So I said vulnerable. Well, what does that mean then? That means that maybe I'm afraid of being vulnerable. Maybe my limiting belief is that if I'm vulnerable, then I'm at risk of getting hurt. If I'm vulnerable, then the risk of being judged is higher. If I'm vulnerable, then if I fail, I fail real hard. So you can plug anything into that sentence and that last blank is going to give you a clear indication. If I order a, a order every month, that means I am holding stock. If that's the sentence that comes out of your mouth, okay, then holding stock could mean not moving stock. I'm holding stock, so maybe that means that I'm afraid that I can't sell it. I'm afraid that I can't sell and we're in business, so we need to sell. So the limiting belief is that you're not good at selling. Is any of this making sense? I hope all of this is making sense. Somebody drop me something in the chat box, tell me that you're still here. Um, okay, thank you, Tanis. <laughs> so that sentence is gonna be key for you. And Now we're going to talk real briefly about what are we going to do? So now we're going to identify them and what the hell are we going to do to fix it, right? That's that's what we want to know. That's the secret. How do we stop our limiting beliefs from holding us back in business? Okay. It's really simple. We need to recognize that our limiting beliefs are our fear. and. We need to do the opposite of our fear. That's it. So if I'm afraid to be vulnerable because I'm afraid of what's going to happen if I am, then I should really step into my fear. Step into my fear and do it anyways. Because my limiting belief is only limiting if I don't take action. That's it. If my limiting belief is about a lack mentality of money, then I need to believe, I need to switch my belief consciously and say, money flows freely and abundantly to me. And I need to step into that and believe that. So if your fear is action based, right? Like I'm afraid to go live. I'm afraid I can't sell. I'm afraid to be vulnerable. If your limiting beliefs are fear in disguise, which is what they are, and you can take action immediately around it, then that's what you should do you should say i'm i don't i hate going live okay so if i don't want it to hold me back in my business anymore then i'm going to step into my fear if my limiting belief is around money or it's around judgment or it's around things that um that things that maybe you can't take direct action on right now there more fear-based beliefs that you have to have faith in change then my my advice to you is to take a piece of paper and put a light line right down the center of the paper and we're going to do this backwards so most people are going to say on the left-hand side you're gonna write all your limiting beliefs. But nope, I want you to write all your limiting beliefs or all your fear-based beliefs on the right side of the paper. And then I want you to go to the left side and I want you to write a contradictory thought. So there is not enough money. The opposite of that is going to be money flows freely and endlessly to me. I want you to do that across every single fear. And I and what you're doing is you're creating your own affirmations. And when you have affirmation statements that you can say to yourself every day, ideally, but every time your limiting belief comes up, you're going to switch your brain to think differently. And you're gonna retrain your brain to think differently, which means you're gonna take different action. And when we can do that, when we can start to see things differently and do take action differently is when we're going to be able to say, see change and feel change and feel empowered that we are in control of our fears and our limiting beliefs. So let's talk about that one that I was really scared to share my truth because it might impact the people that I love. Or there might be judgment from people in my family. Those fears still come up for me. I'm still sharing my experiences of things that happened in my family. But what I do when those things still come up for me, those limiting beliefs and those fear-based beliefs come up, I tell myself that this is my perspective of my journey and that What I went through by sharing it will help somebody else. And that's what I came up with that helps me to push past the fear. Because when we don't push past the fear and we don't take different action and we don't create change for ourselves, we stay in the same place we are today. And where you are today, I would like to believe is not a bad place to be, but you're here for a reason tonight. You're here because you want more. You're here because you feel stuck. You're here because you want change. So let's take some messy inspired action and do something different and achieve different results. That's why we're here. That's my hope for you.